have these memories. Memories that I know aren't my own. The Hudson Falls? That's where Ronnie proposed to me. Professor Stein! I know you don't want to hurt anyone else. Martin Stein and Ronnie Raymond share a body. Ronnie? Not Ronnie. Any attempt to separate the two of them could be catastrophic. He should go nuclear. Barry, get out of there. Listening to Flashing Arrow, Cinema Geekly's Flash Slash Arrow podcast. Each week, Glenn and I sit down and talk about the the uh, the DC double shot on CW. I almost did not get that out this week. Uh, all right, man. So we've uh, we've decided to switch up the uh, the format this week. I'm going to make it sound like this is on purpose because <laughs> it totally was on purpose. Everybody, um, I specifically told Glenn to not watch the Flash this week. And then I decided I would totally not watch this week's episode of Arrow. Yeah, so get honest reactions out of us. Yeah, That's right. So we could independently discuss these episodes without any other type of discussion revolving around the episodes. I'm going to give my opinion, and Glenn is not going to be able to give his about The Flash. And then we will reverse roles for The Arrow. So it'll be a more compelling episode because neither of us will be able to discuss the other's episodes. Uh, okay, so what really happened here? Because <laughs> people are going to be like, this idea sounds stupid. Um, you're deep- nah, you're not- paying like a penny for this episode, if that. Sure. It's fine. Fractions of a penny, perhaps. Uh, your DVR did not record The Flash, correct? It did not record The Flash. I don't know why. I all of a sudden got on there and I had uh, like six new episodes of Mr. Pickles and four <laughs> episodes of Pretty Little Liars, which I have never seen. It just will not escape from our dvr it's like its own personal poltergeist in there so i've seen the dvr is a big fan of the show that's what it watches when you're <laughs> i watching really TV. think it has to be uh that and just i mean i love justify but he's haven't watched it in like three seasons but sure. uh it just that that show we just i we can't get rid of it it just that is okay i there. have i have heard i've never had a dvr but i have heard Many stories of DVRs doing this, not recording a show that it's supposed to or recording something else entirely. This is not an unheard of thing. Uh, and as far as Arrow goes, uh, the only reason I did not watch the uh, the episode of Arrow is because Glenn told me he had not watched Flash. So I did not know what we were going to be doing for this podcast uh, until uh, this last moment thingy where we kind of glued this idea together to do the podcast just like this so we can get it out for everybody to hear. Uh, and I started to watch the episode of Arrow and made it about 10 minutes or so in before we had to start doing the podcast. So I may be able to comment on the first 10 minutes or so. Oh, it's not the first time we did this. I mean, the Cupid episode, you, t- you oh, turned it off. That's true. And that's then true. my DVR didn't record the last 15 minutes of it. So that's right. And uh, I, uh, we down this. I've never had any other problems with any of the shows, but CW, like that channel, I know they fixed it on Dish. It is finally high definition, but it is not high definition on DirecTV yet. I don't know what the hell is going on. I uh, I completely forgot about uh, just 
completely ditching that episode. Which, which episode was that? Was that a- the one where you were like, "Oh, another Archer," and it was, oh, was that, Cupid? Yeah. yeah, and you just turned it off, and then my ended right in the middle of dinner. So I'm trying. No was, idea what happened after that. I'm trying to figure out which episode that was. Was it guilty or? Uh... I've only got eyes for you. I think. It, I mean, it's something like super cheesy and you know romantic yeah i uh I, I don't remember which one it was but uh i was yeah god i hated that episode it was not corto maltese uh, no i like, sat through it and then like cut myself <laughs> i drove i mean my wrist drove down the highway not across the street because i wasn't asking for help um so we're good on that end there is another weirdly titled episode in the next couple of weeks so maybe maybe the maybe the streak will continue of weirdly titled episodes of Arrow that suck, or maybe this will break the streak. Who knows? Uh, so yeah, we're gonna start off with the Flash season one, episode thirteen called "The Nuclear Man," and uh, I don't know, maybe you'll be able to comment on the the what little story you get without actually seeing any of it in full context. Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> so. Uh, uh, so the uh, the Star Labs team is trying to track down Ronnie, aka Doctor Martin Stein, aka Firestorm. They're trying to find uh, find this guy after he he hurts a scientist. Uh, at this point, everybody knows that that even though they're Stein and and Ronnie are melded together, it's Ronnie's body, but Stein's brain. Uh, we learned a lot of science in this episode, Glenn. We learned that. Uh, it, cause it's just the basic print. Why, why it is like this. It's just the basic, uh, principles of, of evolution when their bodies melded together. It took all of the bets, like the best parts of both. And so Ronnie was younger and in better shape, but Stein's brain was, was the, uh, the smarter brain, I guess. And that is why it is, uh, Martin Stein in control of Ronnie's body. Uh, so they, they seek out, uh, Dr. Stein's wife. Uh, and learn that uh, after showing her a picture of Ronnie, she confesses that she has seen this guy kind of following her around sometimes, or she sees him, you know, stalking kind of, you know, her or whatever. So they uh, basically they're going to try to use her to convince Ronnie slash Stein slash Firestorm to go back to Star Labs for testing to see what they can figure out. Uh, in the meantime, Joe West gets a hold of Cisco Ramon and basically says he's going to need his help to try to identify who murdered Barry Allen's mother. And the first place they go is to Barry's old house, which is now uh, occupied by a, a Star Trek Deep Space Nine alumni. Glenn, uh, this was... Oh, God, I'm now I'm blanking on her name. Um, <laughs> Kate Mulgrew. Uh, no, no. Kate Mulgrew would be Voyager, sir. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> I learned that from the Buffy panel this this past weekend. Uh, she was she was like a I don't want to say a minor character, but she was like a minor recurring character on DS Nine, and it was it was actually uh, mostly her cleavage we saw in this episode. Oh, okay. She was constantly hitting on Joe West. So was this Felicity's mom? Uh, no, not quite. Okay. Um. I'm going to kill myself for not remembering her because she's she's super nice and uh, she's actually not a bad actress or anything either. So now I'm, I'm upset for not remembering. But um, so, yeah, she's uh, she's hitting on Joe while Cisco is kind of uh, looking around the house, trying to basically scanning stuff. But he's feeling like maybe uh, 
that, uh, you know, any evidence is, is probably long gone now. Uh, but something catches his gaze. There is an old mirror that was there. It was, uh, she must, uh, Joe thinks she must have bought it during the estate sale or something like that. And uh, Cisco does some scans and stuff. And because science, Glenn, Cisco determines that due to all of the flashing around, uh, all of the light that the mirror had had trapped light particles that Cisco feels like he would be able to uh, piece together to form coherent images of what happened, kind of like the mirror took images that night. Um, so that's what he's uh, that's what he's doing, and uh, what uh, so. What he what he does, he doesn't even do that. He he gets the pictures, and then because he's Cisco, he manages to make three D representations of them within the room where Barry's uh, mother was killed. So we kind of see stills like in three D uh, from that moment or whatever. And uh, they notice in the image that there is blood spatter on the wall, and they go over to the wall where the blood spatter was, and notice that it was. Uh, wallpapered over and they pull the wallpaper aside and there was still blood there for them to, uh, to take a sample of. And, uh, basically he, uh, Cisco says, well, you know, whose blood are you, are you looking for? And Joe tells him he thinks that the blood is going to belong to Dr. Harrison Wells. And Cisco refuses to believe that Dr. Wells could be involved in this. Uh, speaking of Dr. Wells, he discovers that Ronnie and Dr. Stein's Adams are in conflict now that he's got them back at the labs. And if they continue to do this, they are going to go nuclear, as George W. Bush would say. <laughs> um, so bad. That is bad. Um, Dr. Dr. Wells also determines that his tachyon device that is recharging his speed suit could be converted into a quantum splicer to stabilize Ronnie and Dr. Stein's bodies, split them, um, and separate them. Uh, so Dr. Caitlin Snow uses the device. Of course, she wants Ronnie back. Uh, unfortunately, the body is still going to go nuclear. But uh, it is done at a very safe distance, far away from the city. Uh, unfortunately, the explosion is still really large, and it's big enough to... A, uh, alert General Ealing. So uh, we get him. He's coming back into the show as well. So uh, yeah, th basically he's putting a team together to recover uh, the Firestorm stuff. Uh, oh, and also Cisco runs the blood samples and gets a hold of Joe West and tells them that uh, n n there were actually two blood samples and neither of them were from Dr. Harrison Wells, but one of them was from an adult Barry Allen. So there you go. We Barry is going to find out that he somehow travels to the uh, travels to the past at some point, and is presumably going to be attempting to stop the murder uh, of his mother. So uh, that was the episode. It was it was not a bad episode actually. It was it was it was pretty good, but it was clearly you know obviously a setup episode. Um, this was you know all about. Uh, you know, finally getting the, the Firestorm character uh, in a place where we could, you know, learn about what's going on with him. And, uh, you know, obviously to bring uh, uh, General Elling back into the show 
And, uh, of course, the big setup was revealing that Barry is going to travel through time at some point. Uh, but otherwise, you know, it was it was pretty good. There was nothing that really stood out uh, a lot. I mean, it was just a solid episode. So, uh, like a three and a half, probably. Like a mid-range three and a half. Like, it wasn't quite a building high enough to be, like, a really great episode. But it was definitely, a, like, a better-than-average episode. But clearly it was just... Uh, like a stepping stone episode that's just building towards, uh, you know, a bigger payoff down the road. Uh, so, Glenn, could you then tell us all about Arrow uh, Season 3, Episode 13, called Canaries? May I suggest a grand finale? Looks like Vertigo's back in business. That's my favorite part. What's the matter? Was my form off? Suit up. This ends now. Oliver, the whole place is gonna blow. Hi, sis. You're not real. get to that the lady that you forgot her name is uh candace masterson casey uh, masterson Ch- chase masterson yeah. chase chase and she her she was lita that's from, right yeah she was Rom, space nine. she was rom's wife she she is she has lots of fun although she uh yeah it was her bosom that was the star of the these particular scenes yeah. mm, okay uh I'm going to have to give credit uh, to the synopsis of, of Arrow to Mike Saros on IMDb. Okay. Just I'm in curious, case. I'm curious to hear this. Uh, it opens with what appears to be Laurel and Sarah fighting one another and Sarah calling her sister a bunch of nasty things while beating the snot of her. What? Uh, she basically, uh, you see Laurel and she is fighting what looks like the black canary yeah. which is her sister sarah and then it goes it fades it cuts and then it says 48 hours earlier uh arrow and canary were butting heads about fighting crime basically oliver's like laurel you shouldn't be doing this anymore you know you got really hurt blah 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 that kind of stuff stop fighting you're gonna die doing this and then malcolm merlin also shows up and he tells queen that rachel ghoul will be coming and that they need to let Thea know about Oliver's secret. Because reasons. Yeah, reasons. So Dig warns that uh, telling Thea about her brother's secret identity could result in losing her. Because, you know, the big thing about her her knowing now is that she'll be mad at him because he never told her and all that kind of bullshit. I think Diggle's hurt in real life because he really has not fought a whole he, lot this season. Like, he, he must have gotten much. hurt on yeah. set. Um, the flashbacks, uh, Maceo, I'm just going to do these all together right now. No problem. Uh, Maceo and Queen, uh, you know, after they get out of there and get his wife and stuff, are going to get, le- uh, you know, Maceo says you need to leave town because Waller's going to find out and, you know, find out what we did and kill us. Uh, as they're leaving, you know, he tell, 
uh, Maceo tells Oliver that he's going on a ferry to Shanghai. Oliver Queen gets taken kidnapped. He gets tortured for a while. Then he finally breaks down and tells Waller that he was that Maceo was leaving on a ferry to Shanghai. Maceo followed him there, also gets captured on purpose because he didn't want to leave Oliver behind because of their promise that he or the promise that he made him. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, was like Oliver tells him, I told him where you were. I'm sorry they got captured. He's like, no, no, I came here to get captured myself and get you out of here because um, I wasn't actually leaving on a ferry. I just told you that because I knew you were going to get tortured and tell him where I was. <laughs> what a nice He's super guy. cool about it. Oh, sure, uh, sure. Uh, I mean, he basically gets waterboard for a lot of time. Oh, he uh, was he was he was enhanced interrogated. Yeah. And uh, so he gets out of the, or, you know, they're there. They're going to make their plans. That's all that happens. Uh, back in the present day, Wernon's idol, the guy who takes up the mantle of being uh, uh, Vertigo, is on his way to court. He's, I don't, all of a sudden the U.S. Marshal starts seeing everybody as like crazy little monster things. And he starts opening fire and starts shooting or he's going to start shooting and then Laurel knocks him out and the guy gets away. They find out that the guy got away because of uh, a toxin that one of the reporters gave him. Mm-hmm. And as they're going down there to figure it out, Arrow's got to make a pit stop. Gets Thea, takes it down in the basement, tells her everything. He's been the Arrow and he knows her secret and that, Malcolm Merlin also knows who he is, and he needs Malcolm Merlin for his help because they can't kill Rachel Ghoul on her own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he doesn't trust him. He still hates him, and blah, blah, blah. Thea gets really mad, says that she hates Malcolm Merlin. She wants to talk to Ronnie. Ronnie said, I can't talk. I got to help him with this, but I'll, you know, I'll talk to you later. And Arrow it ignores her a lot of times. And... Uh, she leaves and goes off with that DJ guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah Chase. Yeah. yeah, he kisses and she's like, I need something simple right now. So they leave. They, uh, Arrow and Little Arrow, Little Red Arrow, go to investigate. <laughs> little little Red Riding Arrow? Yeah. Uh, you know, he is riding shotgun. Uh, they go to go investigate this reporter. The reporter's got a bomb on him, said, hey, if I don't kill you, he's going to kill my whole family. So... He kills him. He blows up. Arrow gets out. Uh, Laurel goes to chase down where Zytel is. Ah, uh, yes, Werner. Werner Zytel. Yep. And, uh... I'm sorry, did I make you lose your spot? Yeah, I did lose my spot. <laughs> um... She... Oh, yeah, okay. So they find him, they threaten him. Uh, Queen convinces Thea that Malcolm is Mr. Evil, defeating Raish, but says he won't trust him. Oh, the other thing that happens in the flashback, before he gets captured, uh, Oliver Queen calls his mom and leaves a voicemail saying, hey, mom, I'm not dead. Come save me, blah, blah, blah. I'm in Shanghai, or whatever. So mm-hmm. there's that. <sighs> That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, continue. Uh, so Laurel and uh, Vertigo guy. Yeah, sorry, sorry. This is just kind of out of order on here. That's why I'm, 
Anyway, so he, they fight. Uh, that's when he, he gets her another dose with his little darts that has like a higher dose of the toxin. So she starts fighting him and she starts seeing her sister. They fight. She literally gets the shit beat out of her. And then before he goes for the killing blow, Arrow shoots him and then he runs away as they have to fight his little henchmen. And uh-huh. again, Arrow has to have a conversation with her about, hey, guess what? You know, uh, we, uh, he is in a, you know, you can't be doing this. You're not strong enough. It doesn't matter your training. You're just, you're not your sister. You don't need to try and be your sister. Your sister did this. She was trained by assassins and look what happened to her. She's dead. You don't need to be your sister. Right. So that's why she's having the flashbacks because her sister keeps saying, you think you can be me? You think you can be me? You can't be me. I'm dead. You think you can be me because I'm dead now? I think that is all she ever says over and over again. <laughs> Worst taunts ever. Yeah, they're really bad. Uh, and so she goes to talk to her dad and Lance is like, hey, her dad is talking about how he wants to see his sister and how you know he talked to Sin, her little short haircut. Or I'm sorry, her boy haircutted friend. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. He talks about he saw her and she said that that isn't Sarah, who's the canary. And he goes, I don't care if it's not Sarah, but whoever it is, I, I want to talk to them. I have the right to know what, what is going on with my daughter. And of course, Laurel's sad. And as as he's telling her this, he's having his heart checked out. Of course. Yeah, of course. Because can't, heart can't take it. Nope. <laughs> let, let me guess. Does she tell him? And At does the he end take of the it? episode, she tells him, and you like, he goes down, he grabs his chest, and she's like, no, no, and he just sits down. He's like, no, not again. I can't. I can't lose my baby girl again. I thought you were going to say, like, he's clutching his heart, and she's like, no, no, no. And he just goes, oh, no big deal. I'm just fucking with you. I'm yeah, fine. I mean, he really is like he's <laughs> just heartbroken. I think he's heartbroken, dead. but he's not like he doesn't keel over and like have dying in pain. And he just kind of sits down and starts crying. He's sad. It's not a big <laughs> deal. Up, he's clutching his heart, going, "Sarah, Sarah, Sarah." <laughs> so it's not way over the top. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Thea goes with that DJ Chase. They have sex. You oh, you kidding me? That yeah, thing? Okay. Yeah, I know, right? So she wakes up, and uh, and all of a sudden, she he's talking to her, and he gives her green tea. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, you know, my father told me about these honorable men who use green tea to hide cyanide. She's like, who are you? And then they fight. He starts beating her up. Then Ronnie comes in, fights him. Ronnie gets beat up. Malcolm Merlin comes in. His bow and arrow holds... He's like, hey, you know, you let go of my daughter and uh, I'll let you go easy. And he's like, no, you ain't gonna let that happen. And he swallows side eye and kills himself. Wait a minute. This guy is such a dick. He's like, I'm going to sleep with her first and then kill her. Like, clearly his thing is to kill her. Well, it's no different than what freaking uh, Taliel Gould in Dark Knight Rises. You know? Well, I, I guess, but what a what a dick. Because he's just like, look, I know my job is to kill her, but I'm totally going to get fucking laid before I kill her. What a dick. (laughs) Like, real talk. Do you blame him? Well, no. Thea is gorgeous. (laughs) And uh, it's like, look, if I was was a psychopath like that guy, sure. Like, I can't actually comprehend it as being myself. But uh, because from my perspective, this guy is a complete dick. Yeah, like, he, uh, no, I don't, I mean, I guess he's a good, he, he's a good DJ, I guess, and he has confidence, <laughs> women like confidence, but not, he is what a failed zero TV personality. Show, what a failed TV show that is, it's like, by, 
by night he's a DJ and also by night assassin. Anyway, anyway, can continue with. This. Well, you know, it's no different than what fucking uh, happened in the that video game Watch Dogs. The the DJ hacker killer guy. I mean, it's no different. Um. Yeah. I guess I. <laughs> I don't know. I, I hate this guy. Anyway. Yeah. Well, you don't have to worry about him. He's dead now. Yes, I'm happy. I mean, unless he goes to a Lazarus pit, and he's not dead. Um. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, let's use the Lazarus pit on DJ Chase. Anyway, continue, continue. I'm, I'm, I've had it with DJ Chase. I'm glad he's dead. Let's yeah, move on. Uh, Queen tells Laurel he's going to understanding and that he wants him. He wants her help. He needs her help. Uh, Felicity tagged one of the drums that Zydel stole from the first heist, and which leads them to this new Vertigo manufacturing facility. Arrow and Canary show up to put a stop to things. Zydel uh, blows the facility and runs off, but they're able to save scientists before seeing a work for him. Again, once again, or is it with Vertigo? She sees both Sarah and her father as opponents. And yeah, she sees like, she keeps going back and forth and mm-hmm. seeing uh, her her sister and her dad. And she finally is strong enough and beats him up. It's like, you're not real. And he's like, oh no, I'm real. And starts beating her up again. And then, She's like, no, I don't need, I can be you. I don't need to be you. I can be my own person and beats him up and knocks him unconscious. So he goes back to jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laurel, and that's what I tell you, you know, she goes and tells him that, you know, her daughter's dead again. Sarah! And he just sits down in his chair. Uh, it's they, it, it's written as collapses. It doesn't really collapse. Like, it's more of like a, uh, I just need to sit down, and he just generally eases into a chair. Yeah, if you if you uh, want collapse, watch William Shatner when he learns about <laughs> his son dying in Star Trek Three. That yeah. is a collapse, my friend. Uh, the assassination ch- attempt has changed Thea's mind. Uh, Malcolm tells Queen and Thea that the three of them need to leave town for a few days for training, and basically their training is to have zero fear because the only way you can beat Rachel Goal is to not have fear. So basically, become Green Lantern. Uh, sure, or uh, Doctor Crane on Gotham. He could he could have beat Rachel Ghoul as well yeah. had he not been so stupid as to walk into gunfire because he wasn't scared of bullets. <laughs> no. uh, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so they decide to leave town, but the only way they could conquer fear is the same place Oliver Queen conquered his fear once before, and he needs that animalistic mentality. That's right. Uh, so they're gonna leave town for a few days and go back to the island, but with Thea as his confidant. Uh, and he's confident that Team Arrow can protect the city because they did it without him. That's right. They well, they and, did. And I left the best flashback uh, for the end because this is exactly how this episode ends. It ends with Oliver Queen waking up in the car with Waller, and she's like, "Oh, you know, I was going to kill you, but I can't because again, I you have a particular set of skills that I once need." Mm. And they're driving into Starling City. Interesting. Dun, dun, dun. So he went. He went back to his home long before. Yeah, yeah. So he has to go back to his uh, his home, uh, and then for scenes the next episode, you're going to see Deathstroke uh, in his prison on the island, and it's just him and Thea running around on the island, uh, going through traps, and Oliver trying to get back to that killer mentality because that's the only way he's not going to die, right. because Rachel Ghoul knows he's not dead now. Yes. Uh, so what did you think of the episode all around? Um, I liked it. Uh, it was, I mean, I'm glad Chase is dead because he's just a super douche. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also hate when shows do this. I, I mean, I, I, I mean, this, I guess I may just sound a little prude or whatever, but I hate when they just like, 
they just have people have sex to have sex and then they make it sound like there's no consequences about it like ronnie comes in but there's like a really good moment for like just showing ronnie losing his shit and that doesn't mm-hmm. happen uh i don't know why he's a human being i mean you know cool with their friends who moved on he cares about her but like dude this is the cw everybody's gonna be immature and not be able to handle the situation you're That's only human right. like you're only human if you react sure, sure. in a in a shitty way uh towards the other person when it comes to sex absolutely and i just felt like that was a missed opportunity uh but no i mean i liked it it was good it was nice to see peter stormare because i love peter stormare He's just a lot of fun. It's just weird how old he is now. <laughs> and there's stuff. I I mean, I will say the the canary scene, Laurel seeing her sister and her dad was so stupid. It could have been worse, I think. It could have been worse. I mean, it pulled off to be okay, but like just the way it was done. You made it sound um, like it was about as subtle as they were going to do it, so... No, I mean, like, they're fighting, and, like, she's fighting, that she's having conversations with her sister as they're fighting. Uh. But, like, they don't ever show, like, Zydel ever, like, reacting to her. Like, he's not talking at all. He's just beating the crap out of her. And she's just spouting off stuff. And he's not even reacting to it, like, asking her questions. You know, just, like, be curious. It's just, oh, I know what she's doing. She's fighting her sister. But I don't know who her sister is or who her dad is. But, no, she's just doing this. So there's no... There's no two-way mirror. It's just her, you know, acting out on it. And he's just right, just there fighting her. He doesn't care, which I thought was kind of odd. But no, I mean, I give it like a three and a half. I mean, it wasn't it was a great episode. It was fine. It's just really bothering me that Diggle has like not done anything this season. And, and I, I didn't even really notice until you mentioned it where he's hurt. Like, I haven't seen that. I don't know why the trained army guy is not fighting and crying, but some punk kid with some steroids in him is right like i i I mean the yankees aren't even putting out a rod and he's on steroids and he's bigger than ronnie (laughs) i i don't get uh roy roy i don't i yeah ronnie i'm thinking the flash ronnie's on the flash um yeah so i didn't even really think about it until you mentioned it now but diggle really hasn't had a lot to do i i think he had more to do earlier in the season than he than he's had to do now i mean at least he had a uh, Sarah Diggle Jr. at the beginning of the season. Uh, yeah, I, I, he hasn't done much. I guess he really hasn't done much other than have the 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 baby thing happen. And he didn't even have the baby. That was his wife. So, uh, you're right. I, he hasn't really done a whole lot this season. That's weird. I, I don't know what the I don't know what the deal is. But he definitely feels like a more diminished role or whatever. That yeah. sucks. Hopefully, uh, hopefully that's just a, a temporary thing and he'll be Everybody loves him. He's the fan favorite, I would say. Yeah. Everybody loves Diggle. That should be a show. That should be a show instead of the DJ Chase uh, assassin show is everyone loves Diggle. Instead of like everybody loves Chris. We get that. Well, now the rumor is that Diggle's going to be Green Lantern. That's what everyone keeps saying. Really? And I'm like, oh, I could see him being a Jon Stewart. I mean, he's got the same background as Jon Stewart. Um, now, of course, with the real John Stewart leaving the Daily Show, I think there's an opening for him to be John Stewart. Uh, I'd also be fine with David Ramsey taking over the Daily Show as Diggle. <laughs> That's right. He just sit there like at his desk, and he's just cradling the baby. He does beautiful yeah. mocha baby. Yes, he 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 can't. Uh, he he doesn't have a babysitter. Uh, so he and but he unfortunately he cannot. He is not funny, so he just does a serious news show on Comedy Store. He just seriously presents the news. 
Yeah, just get the baby from American Sniper, that's all. <laughs> just wiggle it, just wiggle its arm around with your finger. Nobody'll notice. <laughs> Everybody'll just assume. Uh all right. So uh, <laughs> Glenn and I should have this format thing back down properly next week sometime. Yes, totally. I'm sorry. Uh with some luck. We're just, we will... Oh, we're just getting so burned with all these podcasts and shows and other life. That's true. Um Ah, that's okay. We're having... God, imagine if I had a Second Life account, too. Oh, my God. I don't even know. <laughs> my brain would just be overloaded on experience. We're having Sim- a... Simulations uh, through my brain of experience is just insane. We're having a, we're having a, a modicum of fun, for the most part, doing this. No, podcasts, no, it's fine. So I can't complain. People enjoy it, I think. We so. know what we were getting into when we said this. Absolutely. And uh, and it's, it's totally fine. I, we've kind of gotten into a, a minor groove. As it were, so uh, and and some of these shows will be ending fairly soon, for the most part. So. I really can't wait for freaking breaks and the summer. <laughs> <laughs> we can be I'm done sorry, talking I'm about sorry. these shows. Uh, no, I mean for the most part, I've enjoyed watching all of these shows. I I think just a break is going to offer a slightly lighter schedule with uh, less because uh, these shows are completely strict. They're entirely reliant on watching The Flash and Arrow or Gotham uh, or even or even Better Call Saul, which we just started up. Um, and I don't think either of us are going to complain about having oh, to watch God, Better God. Call Saul. Um, but some of the other shows that we're doing, like the, uh, the Parts Unknown thing or The Flawed and Decisive, like those are, those are podcasts, but they're a much looser topic. Uh, by and large, like it changes from from episode yeah. to episode, and that uh, that is a little less uh, brain freeze inducing sometimes. Uh, so for uh, for Glenn Beauvais, I'm Anthony Lewis. We'll be back next week when we're talking season one, episode fourteen of The Flash, called Fallout, and season three, episode fourteen of Arrow, called The Return. <laughs> <laughs>